Hi, I'm Bishop Jerome Jones, and I am delighted that you have decided to join us today right here on BTBN Radio. Welcome to Reaching the Next Generation with the Revelation of Jesus Christ. In today's lesson, I will be teaching from the study guide, The Pastor's Anointing. If you would like your very own copy of this dynamic book, The Pastor's Anointing, you can get yours by visiting mbfaithlibrary.com. Now get your Bibles and let's get into today's lesson. So today we're going to be sharing with you on the pastor's anointing. I know that there are many of you out there that want to know how to work the pastor's anointing. You know, God has called and established many of you in the office of the pastor, the shepherd to the flock. So we want to take this time to share with you how you can come forth in the call of God upon your life. It's an awesome a privilege to be called of God and then chosen by God and set as the set man and woman of the house. So we're going to get into some exciting uh, and dynamic studies in the call of the pastor from this study God entitled The Pastor's Anointing. So call up your friend, call up your neighbors, and tell them to tune in right here to BTBN Radio every morning at 7 o'clock a.m. You'll be getting some of the finest in teachings from the Word of God that will surely enrich your life. So as we start today, I want to talk to you about some of the things that we're going to be uh, learning, that we're going to be able to discern, that we're going to be able to implement as you go forward in the call that God has upon your life. So now, if you're not a pastor, we want you to stay tuned because the Word of God is not limited to a particular office. In many cases, the same principles will apply to your calling to whatever God has chosen you to do in the work of the ministry. So we want you to stay tuned and get your Bibles and take notes and and let's get uh, involved in learning what God calls his pastor. And so let's look at some of the things that we are going to really be digging into and what we are going to be really learning as we uh, go through this series on the pastor's anointing. Now, some of the things that we're going to be able to do is to scripturally outline the basis of the pastor's gift. You know, we want you to be able to go through the Word of God and to lay out from the Word what is the basis for this pastoral gift. And then we also want you to be able, once you are 
able to lay that out, once you're able to have the word of God that says how what the basis of the gift is, we want you to be able to uh, understand what is the purpose of the pastoral gift. What's God's purpose? What did God intend for you as the pastor to do in working in his vineyard? That vineyard, you know, is the life of the people of God. What was God's purpose? Why was it necessary for God to install you as the pastor? What are the goals and objectives that you should, as a pastor, be involved in and should be at the very heart of all that you do in the lives of the flock. So we're going to be learning that. We're going to be actually be giving you the scripture that God instructs us uh, as we are pastors in his vineyard. So keep uh, following us. Stay tuned and let's let the Holy Spirit minister in your heart. Let's let the Holy Spirit minister his purpose, bring clarity. We we don't want you to have to figure something out uh, through trial and error. We want to do as the scripture says. It says, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workroom that need not be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth. So we're going to break down this pastoral anointing so that you will have the word of God, you will understand the purpose, and then we want you to also know why is this heart important in the passing. Because if you and I are going to pastor, we have to have a pastor's heart. We have to have actually the heart of God for the people. And so we're going to be breaking down this operation. What does it mean to have a pastor's heart? What does it mean, bless God, to have the heart of God? God. Remember where the scripture declared David to be a man after his heart? Well, we want to talk about what does that mean? How does that look in the call of the pastor? Oh, bless his name. I'm getting excited just because I understand what God is saying and how God has so blessed those that he has chosen and equipping them to function as he purposed, as he intended. You know, many times people get started in the call of a pastor and not are they're not fully uh, in the knowledge of what God purpose, what is God's intent. They don't understand the depths and the significance of that office that God has set them in. So we want you to be very clear. We want you to have a full understanding. We want you to be able to articulate what God 
has done in your life and the purpose for which God has established you, the purpose why you are the one that he chose to set as the set man or woman of the house to feed the flock of God. So then in another one of the objectives, we're going to be concerned about you knowing what is the pastor's anointing uh, relative to the other gifts. You see, because you're not a long ranger. You're not an isolated gift, but your gift has a relationship to others, uh, to the other members of the body of Christ that God has endowed with gifts, and those gifts are all to work in cooperation with each other. They're all to work for the self-same purpose. They're all to work for the self-same objectives. And when this happens, the church is going to grow. When this happens, the pastor is going to grow. When this happens, the shepherd of the flock will always have fresh manner to feed the flock of Christ. So we're excited about it. I hope you're getting excited because I am so excited about how God will pick a man or woman up, wash them clean, sanctify them, choose them, and set them as the pastor of his prized possession to shepherd the souls of men and women. You know, the scripture says in Ezekiel chapter 18, verse 4, Behold, all souls are mine. So the soul belongs to God. And God has chosen you to be the shepherd and the caretaker of the souls of men and women, boys and girls. Oh, what a privilege. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now, we are going to continue to talk with your front of our objectives. What are these objectives that we want you to understand? Because when you're going through the Bible and you're studying the Word of God, there has to be, or at least should be, some objectives that you and I hope to achieve. You know, when you go to school and you take a course, after that course is over and you finish that term, that course uh, had some objectives in it that is designed to move you from one place in your understanding to another place in your understanding. And that's the same principle it is with the child of God. When we come into Christ and we're hearing the word and we're receiving the word, that word is designed to move us from one place in our understanding to another place in our understanding. It's called growing in the grace 
grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Oh, bless his name. Now, let's go a little bit further in these objectives because we can start actually digging into the actual teaching. So we want to do that uh, with this in mind. What are the purpose? What is the purpose? What is the purpose for you and I being chosen by God, being sanctified, chosen by God, and set in the office of the pastor? So we're going to look to the word, first of all, and get our scripture text, and it will come from Jeremiah chapter 3 and verse 15. This will talk to us about how that God is faithful in his purpose. Notice what it, Jeremiah the prophet says. He says, and I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. So now God, way back in Jeremiah, is talking about pastors, is talking about the shepherd. We can see even from this, the heart of care, the heart of nurturing, the heart of God being concerned about the sheep, about the flock. And as you read Jeremiah, you will find that God was actually saying that the shepherds and the, the pastors or the prophets or the priests were men and they were not walking according to his purpose. They were not doing what God has purposed them to do in the lives of Israel. They were prophesying things out of their own imagination. They were feeding the flock some manner that didn't come from God. And so now God says, because of this, there has been a scattering of my people. There has not been the nurturing of my people. My people have not grown up to obey my commandments. My people have not experienced what it is that I have purposed them to experience. But he says, yet God says, I am faithful. And so Jeremiah here prophesies and he speaks now. He said of God saying, God says, I will give you pastors according to mine heart. That should offer a hope to some of you right now. Because when we look into the world today and we see that there are men and women in the pastorate that may not be walking according to the purpose and plan of God. And we think sometimes there's no hope. We think sometimes that the whole church is going to hell and not moving to the purpose of God. But I got news for you. God is 
faithful. God is still on the throne. He's not shaken by what's going on with men, women all over the world. God says, I will. And when he says, I will, there is absolutely nothing that can prevent God from the I will. And what is the I will? He said, I will give you pastors after or pastors according to mine heart. I'm going to give you men and women that have my heart. I'm going to give you men and women that think like I think. I'm going to give you men and women that live like I want them to live. I'm going to give you men and women that will be an example of who I am to the flock and that will touch the lives of people with the fresh manner that I am feeding them with. I'm going to give you men and women that don't want anything from you but to see that you mature in God and experience all that God has call you to be. God says, I'm going to give you pastors after mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. They're not just going to give you a lot of academics, but they're going to bring you to understanding. They're going to bring you to a place of clarity. They're going to bring you to the place where you can implement the word of God in your life. Then they're going to bring you to a place where you now can do the same thing to another that you begin to function in the very ministry that God has ministered in your life. I'm giving you men and women at the mind heart. So don't be in despair. I want you to know that there is still hope that God is still moving, that the Lord of heaven has made a vow. He has made a promise. Oh, bless his name. And no matter, no matter what you're looking at, no matter what you have experienced, some of you right now may be pastoring and you don't have the, the knowledge that you desire, or you don't have, bless God, the tools that you believe that you need in order to go forth and be effective in the calling. Well, you see, no doubt you've been praying. No doubt you've been seeking God, and God is faithful. So what does he do? He raises up a people and then he give them a voice on BTBN radio. And he says, look, I heard your cry. I've seen your despair. I understand where you are, but nevertheless, I am yet faithful and I have sent 
forth this word for such a time as this. Oh, aren't you glad that God is a faithful God? Aren't you glad that he doesn't forget about us? So I'm here to tell you today, child of God, man, woman, whoever you are, I'm here to tell you to be steadfast, be unmovable, be always abounded in the work of the Lord, inasmuch as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Don't be weary in well-doing. Help has come. God is raising a people that's after him, that has his heart, his mind, and therefore you can have that hope and know that God is not likely to forget you. He has called you. He has chosen you. He has set you in the office of pastor. And so now he is bringing you to that that you have sought after. The very fact that you are here today, the very fact that you are listening to this broadcast says, I am seeking God. So I want you to know on this side of the mic, I want you to know that God has heard and God is answering and God is yet to do great and mighty things through you. Your life in ministry is not over. You're not at the last chapter right now. God is still working in and through you perfecting you to be all that he has called you to be. Now, before I close this broadcast, I want to end it with this here thought, with, with the thought according to the word of God. We want to talk about what is the purpose for the pastor's anointing. What is the purpose for it? Now, I want you to really examine this, and I want you to hold fast to this purpose, because it will never change. I don't use words like only and never. I don't use them loosely. But I can tell you that this will never change as long as we're on this side of glory. It's the same in every church. It's the same in every location. The purpose of God. God for the pastor's anointing does not change. So let's look at it. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11 and verse 12 says these words, and he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers Verse 12, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. That, in a nutshell, is the totality of the purpose for the gifts, the ministerial gifts that God set in the body, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry and for the 
edifying of the body of Christ. God knew that there would need to be some perfection. God knew that he had to grow up his people and he has chosen the ministers and established them in the fivefold ministry for the very purpose of perfecting the saints of, for the work of the ministry and for the edifying of the body of Christ. Listen, I've got to go now, but I'll be back tomorrow as we continue right here on BTVN Radio with the pastor's anointing. Until then, I'm Bishop Jerome Jones saying to listeners here and all over the world, if you go with God, I know God will surely go with you. And until the next broadcast, have yourself a Jesus-filled day.